Hey guys, Arjun here from the TwinCast. Sorry for such a long delay. I've been very busy with school and other things, but I'm back and I'm going to give you a mini review of the latest James Bond film, No Time to Die. So No Time to Die, just to give you a little bit of background before we start the review, was by far my most anticipated film from the trailers, the reactions, and just my overall love of these James Bond films and from... Daniel Craig's 15-year tenure here at the role. So a brief synopsis before the before I begin the podcast is that James Bond has retired in Jamaica after leaving active surface. However, he gets a call from his old friend Felix Leiter asking for help. And when a mission gone wrong turns into an investigation into a global conspiracy that could have ramifications and could threaten the global's future, and security. So as I was saying, No Time to Die was my most anticipated film of the year. And when I saw the positive buzz, all of my friends and I, we were so excited to see this. But unfortunately, I have to say, the movie is a mixed bag. And I would say it is one of the most disappointing films I've seen in a long, long time. And I think the reason it's so disappointing is because I can see the vision that Kerry Joji Fukunaga, the director, had. But what happened was he screwed it up because he made the plot too muddled. And he really, and I mean, he really missed the mark on this film. So I think the biggest problem, I'll go over the biggest problems after I give my positives. And I think the biggest positive is Daniel Craig, as usual, is fantastic in the role as James Bond. I think he is the best James Bond because he encapsulates the character of James Bond the best. He has this kind of cold-blooded, cold-hearted look, but underneath he does feel compassion and he does build connections with others over time. However, I think that he also has a brutality and he is by far the most, I, I don't know the word, but I guess he's the most physical and most kind of physically intimidating figure of James Bond because the other Bonds, while suave and charismatic, don't possess that kind of brute force that I think Daniel Craig encapsulated in his previous films. And in this film, I do absolutely agree. I think he's great with the action. He looks great. He has, he has kind of a great charisma and he's able to work with the camera and work with all the other actors very well. So I think he is the biggest positive. And I have to say that Anna de Armas in her short role was by far the best addition to this film. She was funny, charismatic, cute. She was very for being such a newbie she also was able to kind of keep up with bond and his his their kind of back and forth was so great and so welcome and if i'm being honest i wish she was the main bond girl rather than leah sedu who i will be honest i will be talking about a little bit more in my negatives because i was not a fan of what she did in this film but i think anna de armas provided a great performance and i really thought she would be a great kind of spin-off Bond character and someone who I think should have been Bond's main love interest within the film. Additionally, I thought that Ralph Fiennes as M was quite good. He is such a talented actor, one of the best actors working today. So he proved a very solid performance. And I have to say the other, I think, big, big positive is the fantastic action. When the action occurs, while it is limited, the first hour has some of the most dynamic and best action of the trilogy, of the, of the I guess, quadrilogy at this point. Well, actually, no, there's five films. So all five films. I think I have some of the best action of all five films. 
And I think that what it does so well is it makes it feel propulsive. It uses Bond gadgets, but it doesn't have to rely on them. It uses the physicality of Daniel Craig. It's able to use wide shots, long takes, which really make the audience feel the impact of the action, feel the impact of the moment. And every scene just hit hard. And I really, really loved kind of how I felt about the action and how Bond kind of, especially in the first act, the amount of action and how action-packed it was with shootouts, chases, double crosses, everything about that were super well. And I think that overall, the first hour of this film is excellent. I think you could call it as good as Skyfall. I don't think it's as good. It comes to the heights as Casino Royale, but I think it is as good as Skyfall in terms of the action and the plot. In the first hour of the film, we are thrown into the action. We go to Cuba. We're in Italy with this great set pieces from the beginning and from the moment. We just feel the action and we feel the atmosphere of this film. And I think that the first hour really, really hyped me up because it was meeting all my expectations and met the expectation of action. What I liked about this film, although it was quite dark and had kind of this dark feel, there was levity in this film. And I think that adding that levity, that Casino Royale did have a little bit of levity in the beginning, really added to the film and made my experience overall much more enjoyable. And I think that a big problem is the contrast in quality of the first hour and the second two hours is so stark because the first hour just works so well because it has a feel of being both fun, but also engaging. It doesn't try to kind of sell itself short. It doesn't try to, I don't know what the word is, but it doesn't try to kind of make it feel like it doesn't, it, it doesn't make it overly melodramatic. And I think that that's the big downfall of the second half of the film or second two thirds, I should say of the film is that I think the film is overly serious, overly bloated, and it feels very melodramatic, which is a big, big problem. And I think that the melodrama comes from the bad writing. I don't know what, what happened because I know there was over six writers writing this film at the same time. And I can see a large dip in quality between the first half, between the first hour and the second two hours. And I'll be honest, I was very disappointed by the second two hours. I think it totally brought down my experience of the film in general because we were we had set up such a great premise with action, adventure, everything was working together. All the pieces were fitting in that first hour. But once there's this kind of boat scene that occurs, the film halts and it gets slow and it gets boring. The plot is so sluggish and it makes me so annoyed how boring it gets because it loses all the kind of excitement that was built up in the first hour and blows it with this terrible, terrible plot. I mean... I'm sorry, Leia Sedu, she's not a bad actress, I don't think, but she is terrible in this movie, if I'm being honest. She totally ruins it, and I wouldn't say totally ruins it, but she is a big negative for me in the, in the fact that the her whole character is kind of this, we don't know if we can trust her, and there's kind of this drama between her and Bond, and I think him falling in love and saying, you're my true love, absolutely does not work, because I feel it's a betrayal of Bond's character. Bond, as we've known him, is a cold-hearted guy. Every single Bond film has shown he can make some emotional attachments, but for the most part, he is a lone wolf and he is someone who is just kind of alone and who doesn't have much care for others. And I think that him adding this element of him being married and him 
kind of having a family just really detracts from my overall experience of this film because it feels like such a cop-out to such a movie that could have been so good, a movie that I think that could have excelled and propelled and made me just fall in love with it, I think. And um, I just, I don't know. I felt that that plot really, this kind of emotional baggage and emotional weight they tried to have did not work at all. And I thought that another big problem with the film is the plot doesn't make any sense. The writing in this film is pretty lackluster because the whole idea of a biotechnology weapon, nanotech, this kind of, I don't know, Libra project or whatever it was called was so muddled. And I don't think it worked because it lacked focus. And that lack of focus really detracted from my overall experience of kind of having a plot that engaged. The Skyfall had a plot that was both a personal tale, but also was able to work in great action and great storytelling. But this film, I feel doesn't have either because it, it focuses too much on this kind of dramatic element and the weight of Bond's last film because it, and then it takes away from the writing. And I think because the writing is bad and it doesn't work very well, I think the film isn't very good. If I'm being honest, I think it's an average Bond film. I think it is better than Quantum of Solace and it is better than Spectre, but slightly marginally, I think this film really disappointed me. And I think it's because of the bad writing and the bad storytelling in the second two-thirds of this film it does not work at all for me and I have to say I am quite disappointed by this Bond film I think I don't know I don't know what happened I think Kerry Joji Fukunaga my parents tell me he's a great filmmaker he made my what my chemistry teacher actually calls the best tv series of all time true detective season one and I don't know what happened but I think there was something really really missing in this film so I gotta give it I don't know I thought it was a six when I first saw it but now I think it's a five out of 10. I think five out of 10 is where it's an average movie. If you want to support the film, you should go out and see it. But if you're a big Bond fan, you should probably go out and see it, see it in the theater. If not, skip this one, watch it on streaming, watch it on Netflix when it comes there. So those are my overall thoughts on No Time to Die. Please tell me, please let me know in the comments what you think. Also make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review so we can be the number one podcast in the world also. Thank you so much. We're going to have new episodes coming out definitely in December, and I'll be putting out some more mini reviews of films I see. I want to say thank you so much and make sure to reel it in. Peace. Okay.